Hey there! Welcome to What's Up Compound, a six-part podcast series exploring the historical context of comprehensive health education in Denver Public Schools. It is brought to you by the Compound team, Rose Barklow, Steph Schneider, and Becca Abeda. Hello, hello! Welcome to Historical Context of Comprehensive Health Professional Development. We are glad you're here. Um, so today we're really explaining how professional development works in the academic department uh, or division, however you want to call it, and uh, where comprehensive health fits within that structure. So currently we have um, what we call teal days and we have six of them and they are six half days where teachers from all across the district on these six teal days will spend three hours um, at a central office kind of professional development and then they spend the other half day at their school with their school-based professional development. Um, And there's two different structures. There's a cohort model where teachers will stick with the same kind of training and trainer and content for all six of those uh, uh, teal days. And then there's also an individual kind of one-off where a teacher every teal day gets to pick what um, type of content they will be attending. So that's the current structure. Uh, Steph and Becca, what is the problem with that structure and why does it not work for health? Yeah, so I think for right now where we are in the district, like that's, that's the new model for this year. And so I think it's even more of a challenge when we would only be able to do like a half day session, but even regardless, being that we don't get a cohort of teachers and that we don't have set health teachers, they can't really get into say a track or a cohort or even do like a one-off because our teachers are science teachers, they're social workers, they're counselors at the school, you know, they're teaching another subject area or have other responsibilities where on those half teal days, they're attending some other sessions and we're not able to build like a cohesive group of teachers to be able to come to say like a health teal day. So that's, and, and we don't have one, right? So being that we're still a few years out from our 2024 requirement, I think the interim is kind of pushing toward, hey, we should be on the teal day track, include us in the structure so that teachers know, hey, I'm teaching health, they at least have the option to sign up for a half day session or stay in the cohort for you know the full six session period. Yeah, and I think we visualize that you know, maybe in 2022, 2023 school year, maybe we could have 15, you know, secondary teachers um, who are all teaching health at whether one section or five sections, and they would be in a kind of a cohort model. That's our hope is that within a year we might have 10 to 15 teachers, um, and then that we will start to see elementary teachers prioritize teaching health as well, and really um, maybe having an elementary and a secondary kind of cohort model uh, in the upcoming years um, so that we can have some health teachers trained as we begin that 2024 um, graduation requirement. Um, Because if it's, what we really determined is we have done professional developments during teal days. We, We were not rebellious and just saying, you know, we're not gonna be part of that because we don't have health teachers. We really did try. When what we have learned is that um, it's not a big bang for our buck. Is that we do these, like we train teachers on sex education, we train teachers on the health skills, 
and then the likelihood that they then go back to their school and teach sex ed or comp health was very small because again they didn't have the requirement they didn't you know something came up some crisis in the school and they forgot to teach health or sex ed and it just got you know pushed back to the back of their minds and so we were spending a lot of effort developing professional development and training and not seeing a lot of reward which is why we've kind of put a pause on teal day professional development until we really can see some committed and dedicated teachers yeah and i would just say like in the interim we've toyed with a couple of ideas of how can what can we do since we don't have access on a cohort and so we've done some kind of like one-off we've done some just like individual asynchronous sessions we've worked with the pe specialists we've done some ece things we've done some science and social studies things some social worker things and i think that one thing that we still were talking about and maybe still might do and maybe after this you might do um is to what can we create just around like some central topics like can we do a quick video that outlines the skills like you'll notice on our website we've given a quick overview of comp health and how you can bring that to your school and so in the interim there might be some you know band-aids for lack of a better term that that could be used but i think really anchoring to those that might be a one-off but something that you can use in the future because i think the idea is to really build a solid pd structure like we had talked about in the last session where we really have a group of teachers that are learning something and then taking it out but just because we don't have the cohort i think there are some things that we might be able to do in the interim that teachers can access if they're choosing on their own time or they have a limited amount of time then they really want to teach health what can we give them and really being very purposeful over what is that content right mm -hmm. it's it's got to be very purposeful around we talked about some of the things like the art of teaching versus the science of teaching and a lot of what these you know sessions have covered is that science of teaching piece with the curriculum and the policy and the coaching of teachers and really the art of teaching is kind of the other side of that how do you set up a safe and inclusive environment how do you relate to kids i think your social emotional learning structures might fall into the art of teaching and so is there something you could develop prior to 2024 that a teacher could use as a pd like mini session or something around those art versus science of teaching might be an idea to kind of consider and by the time you listen to this we might have some of those nailed down it might also be a starting a jumping off point you know to work with something until the other structures that the district puts in place are solid mm -hmm. yeah and again like going back to the art of teaching and science of teaching what we learned from those past pds is that teachers still didn't feel prepared after just one hour or three hour session that they didn't feel like they had to internalize the content of sex ed or comp health and that they just didn't feel comfortable yet teaching and so that really that cohort model where they can have lots of training lots of support throughout a year is really where we're going to see high quality teachers teaching our content which is what we need because we do not want to do harm to our students in regards to the health skills and, and sex education um kind of the biggest challenge um that i think i would identify is really again getting access to those teachers when teachers when health is just a side subject that a teacher is teaching along with you know biology along with you know genetics or somebody's a social worker and they don't even have any teaching skills it's really hard to get access to our teachers and um, special service providers um, because they are pulled in so many other different directions um, that we have very little control over 
takeaway, biggest takeaway around professional development that you'd want someone to, after listening to this podcast? Yeah, I think that like a lot of what we had talked about would be built on that, like coming 2024, there will be a high school requirement. We got to prep teachers for it. And that's like very true and something to consider and keep on the radar, but that's not really going to be the fix all. I think that regardless of any kind of requirement, we would still see the same struggles around. We still have our K-8 teachers. They still need to have access and still be able to go to other content area PDs. And so it's how can we put the plan in that addresses all of those things? And Rose kind of touched on that at the beginning, like our elementary teacher is having something where they feel solid taking it back into the classroom. And so I would say also another takeaway to go with that is just like continue to think outside of the box. Like we're going to continue to live outside of the box no matter what the PD structures are from the district. And so that locking that in isn't going to solve everything ever. And so how can we create some of these really creative, progressive sessions that allow for a lot of flexibility for our teachers, but still kind of hook them, draw them in, and make them feel like they're prepared and ready to, you know, take whatever they learn and continue it on into their classrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, Steph, I love that you said that, because I think we definitely get stuck in this rut of the only way to train teachers is in this kind of facilitator student model where they learn from our expertise. And we really want to change that. Like, there's so much technology, there's social media, there's you know, all sorts of ways that we can train teachers um, that we have to make sure we're not getting stuck in this, the rut of this is how it's always been done and this is the way it has to keep continuing to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. um, that is professional development. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us on this episode of What's Up Comp Health exploring the historical context of comprehensive health education in DPF.